three. There we go. Back again. All right. Well, Adam comes up. As you know, tonight is, is we're celebrating baptisms. And very, very exciting. We've got a couple of really, really young guys getting baptized tonight. And uh, I want to put the offer out there. I, 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 I am feeling that I brought three extra pairs of pants, T-shirts, and three towels. Okay? The reason I've done that is because I, I really feel there are three guys here tonight that you've been saved for a long time, but you haven't yet taken the... The jump into baptism and I'm really praying that as you as you listen to what Adam has to share tonight that something in your heart will will shift and that tonight you'll say yes because we're ready for you <laughs> we're ready for you so let's welcome Adam thanks man hello um, so I'm very aware that um, we have the children in with us this evening, and so I'm going to keep this brief. And we're going to talk about baptism, and um, I believe that most of those at this point who have been baptized this evening are of the younger dispensation. Yes, they kind of like Lidley's, which is fantastic. I was baptized when I was, I think, probably seven or eight years old um, at home in the bathtub, because at that time my family were part of a house church that met in our house. Uh, they just planted a church with some guys, actually oddly from South Africa, um, living in England. And these guys were very fired up. We planted this church in our house and it met for about a year. And then we went our separate ways. <laughs> the Lord had other plans, but I was baptized during that time. And uh, one of the questions that sometimes comes up is, how old does a person have to be so they can be baptized? Not a question that comes up in some church streams where they baptize them as soon as they're born, you know. Um, but as I go through this evening, I'm going to talk a little bit about baptism. Why do we do it? What is it? Um, who should do it? Who should get it done? Um, and I'm hoping to keep this brief and hoping to keep the children interested. So you have to tell me, if I start getting boring, just do this. Go, <sighs> And you're welcome to do it quite loudly. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Let's start with some pictures of baptism. Has anyone heard of someone called Noah in the Bible? Anyone heard of Noah in the Bible? Okay. Now, the Bible says, and for the grown-ups, this will be found in the verse that's appearing on your screens. Um, in 1 Peter 3.20, it says, Because they formerly did not obey when God's patiently waited in the days of Noah, uh, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through water. And Peter then goes on to say in the next verse, which will come up right after that, that um, baptism corresponds to this, now saves us. Um, and this is an amazing picture. So I'm sure most of us are familiar with the story of Noah and the, and the ark and how he had this amazing uh, picture for us, which we still think about today, building this massive boat and... All this effort and all this energy going into saving actually what was quite a few people, just a few, just a handful, just a family. And yet all this massive effort going into it because that's worth it. It's always worth it, the effort that goes into even saving one. And, um, and there is Noah building this boat, all this effort going into it, and he saves, God saves a handful through water. 
And Peter says that's the beginning of the picture of baptism. The first of all we see, what is baptism? Well, what was it for Noah? It was a clean slate. When Noah got off that ark, there was nothing. In fact, he had to wait quite a few days for the bird to come back with even a leaf. Because even the trees had been washed away. And there had to be a moment, a season of waiting for even the trees to come up again. And when that leaf came, then he knew it was safe to get off the ark. The ground would be stable. He could come out of the boat. And that for us is something of baptism, is that there's this clean start. We get to start again. And some of us, you know, when we get baptized and we're younger, there isn't a lot of bad things in our past. It doesn't matter how much bad, if there's any bad, we need a clean start. And that's what the Bible teaches us. So that's the picture of baptism. There's another picture of baptism for us in the Bible. Again, this will be coming up for those who can read. And this is the story of Moses. It says in Corinthians. So again, I'm reading from the New Testament, but the stories are from the Old Testament. Okay, so in 1 Corinthians 10, it says, For do you not know, I I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And he's talking to Hebrews, um, Jewish people who had been part of that family line that had come down from um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that was the people who'd come out of Egypt and gone through the Red Sea. It says, And all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And so here we have another picture of baptism. So our first picture of baptism was who? Someone shout out. Who was the person? Noah. Okay, so our second picture of baptism, that's right, Noah. Our second picture of baptism is Moses. And the story around Moses is a wonderful story, and you might have seen it in, in one of the, the movies that's been made about this. Maybe you've read it in your Bible. Moses leads these people, like hundreds of thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people out of Egypt. But I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know if he took a wrong turn. I don't know if he knew where he was going. He ends up at an ocean, like this big red sea. It's still there today. You can visit it up that part of the world. He ends up at this big sea, and he can't go any further. But there's an army behind him. There's something behind him that wants to capture him, recapture him. And for us, when we come to Jesus, there can be things that want to recapture us. You know, the Bible talks about us being set free in Jesus. The Bible talks about us being moved from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And those sound like awesome things. And yet sometimes you can hear the chariot wheels behind you. Sometimes you can hear the horse's hooves behind you. And you know that although you are free, there is something pursuing you. And the beautiful picture of baptism that Moses passing through the sea and the Israelites being baptized into Moses through the cloud and through coming through that sea, the cloud is what led them. But coming through the sea is what saved them. And they came through there. And in coming through, what happened? They were cut off from their past. So Noah got a clean start. He got to start all over again. And that's a beautiful thing. And Moses got cut off from his past. That's a cool thing. Like, so it doesn't matter who you were. doesn't matter what you did. You're cut off. In baptism, that's the picture. You're cut off and you're, you're made to go forward into a new. 
And then moving towards the New Testament, what's the first baptism we hear about in the New Testament? Does anyone know anyone in the New Testament who had something to do with baptism? Yes. John. That's right. John. Now, John was Jesus' cousin. He was a bit older than Jesus. He was born a few months before him. And John was a bit of a wild guy. He lived in the desert. He wore camel skins and ate honey and locusts. High protein, high whatever the other thing is. Uh, sucrose. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's healthy stuff, you know. He must have been ripped. Um, especially as he was dunking the whole day. It was just like reps, just like this. Because his job was to preach the good news of the kingdom. He said, repent. Well, that sounds like good news, doesn't it? Well, it surprisingly is. It's actually really good news. To be told to repent is to have the best information you could ever get your hands on. Because people who don't repent go to hell and spend an eternity without God. But people who get told repent have an opportunity to do that. And when we repent, the baptism that John was offering was a baptism that washed us clean. And so just like with Noah, Noah was the first one, hey? Noah, he gets to start over. It's a new beginning. And then, as with Moses, cut off from the past, cut off from the thing that was chasing him, that thing that was trying to bring him back into slavery. Then with John's baptism being washed and made clean. And so that's also a beautiful thing. I gave a whole list of um, verses to Tinnis at the back there, but actually I think I'm going to finish with this one, which is the first on the list. Um, <laughs> so Galatians 3, 27. We had it in the prayer meeting um, from Victor, and it is this. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And this is an amazing thing. There's an illustration of what baptism is. Okay, could I have three volunteers? Three volunteers. Bold. Yeah, yeah. you want to go for it? You don't have to. If your mum's that keen, tell her she should go. Okay. Yes, you, you, you'd like to go. Okay, cool. Awesome. Fantastic. I need two. We've got another volunteer here. One last volunteer. One last, anyone else? Just We've got a... That's fantastic. You're, you're all a little shorter than me. I'm not against that. But why don't you come up on the stage? That'd be great. If you could just stand here. Um, now, what we're going to do is there's three things that baptism is for us. And so what we're going to do, could you just stand here? And then could you put your arms out like you're Jesus on the cross? Okay. The Bible talks about us being baptized into Christ. And the first thing we're baptized into is his death. So those arms mustn't get tired, eh? You've got an important task there. You're being Jesus right now. We're all meant to be Jesus all the time, but this is really important. Okay, cool. Awesome. Now, (laughs) so the next one is, it says that we're baptized into his death. We're baptized into his burial. So I'd like you to cross your arms like this and close your eyes. I won't poke you or anything. Okay. (laughs) So we're baptized into his burial. And if for those who have Bibles and are going to read more, 
then you do that in your own time. That Galatians passage is all around there. And you can also find a bunch of stuff in Romans 6. If you read the first part of Romans 6, it'll explain what I'm doing now. We're baptized into his death. That's when we step up and say, not my life, Lord, yours life. And we get in the water. We're baptized into his burial. That's when we go under the water. We don't get buried under dirt. We get buried under the water. The word baptismo is the same word from the Greek, like if a boat sinks. If they reported a boat sinking in the news, that's the word you'd see in the paper, baptismo. It's like it goes under, and that's us being buried. But, and I'm glad I got the sporty one for this one. I need you to be here. I don't want you falling off the stage because you're probably not insured. But just, if you could stand here, how are we going to do resurrection? Jesus coming back to life. I think probably some kind of springing thing. (laughs) With sound effects. Three, two, resurrection. And then just keep doing it. Because it's a life that never ends. How about that? Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. And so, when we get baptized... We remember Noah, we remember uh, Moses, we remember John, we remember that we're starting over, that we're cut off from our past, that we're made clean, but also there's something special that happens. We are baptized into the death of Jesus. In other words, when he died, we died. We're baptized into the burial of Jesus. It says that the things that were about us get put under the ground and they're no longer of importance. And There we go. And we're baptized into the resurrection of Jesus, which means that the same life that brought Jesus back from the dead can be in us. That's why often we see when people are baptized in water, they're also filled with the Holy Spirit, because that was the life that filled God and filled Jesus when he rose again. Thank you so much to our volunteers. Fantastic job. Fantastic job. So who should be baptized? Anyone who wants to love and serve Jesus. When Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit had just come. The Spirit had been poured out on all people. Jesus was already raised from the dead and the disciples had seen him and they were saying, Jesus is alive. And people realized, because the people in Jerusalem at that time was the same bunch of people who had just killed Jesus. We're going to celebrate that next week. Um, it was the same bunch of people who had killed Jesus, and they're going, oh, we picked the wrong team. So they go, what should we do to be saved? And Peter says, repent and be baptized, all of you. In other words, the starting point for following Jesus is to repent. Like I said, best news anyone could ever get is you need to repent. Because that's the thing that makes us right with God. When we repent, we can be made right with God. But And be baptized. Why? Just as a symbolic thing? No. Because you'll actually be baptized into the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. In other words, the death of Jesus will become real in your life. But things that you can't give up on your own, you'll be able to. Because that death, that is Christ's death, will kill things in you. The burial. Things that you can't bury on your own. Things you can't move on from. You can bury them in Christ. 
and they're buried and they're gone. But also the life. The life that comes from God, the joy, the peace, the patience, <laughs> the, the contentment of knowing that you're in the right place and you're doing what you need to do because of God's life that's flowing through you. That is awesome. Who should do the baptizing? Anyone who's read Matthew to the end. It says, go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In other words, if you're going to go out and get someone saved, you should probably be ready with a spare pair of undies to get them baptized. Um, You know, because giving the gospel can start getting you kind of involved on a physical level. And so for us who believe, baptism is something we could look forward to bringing others into that. I had the privilege of baptizing my two boys at a certain stage in their lives when they were, not because I told them to, but because they finally asked for it. And when they felt that this was something they wanted to do, that following Jesus was real enough for them, they wanted to be baptized, we went for that. Um, In the swimming pool that is now Kevin's. Um, (laughs) At that time it was Jacques. Um, But it's a fantastic privilege to, to baptize people. But it doesn't take a special holy man to baptize you. If your friend who gets saved wants to get baptized that same day, do it. There's a wonderful story of Philip. He's riding with this guy in a chariot. They're reading the scroll of Isaiah. And this guy gets saved reading Isaiah. Uh, Has anyone else here ever got saved reading Isaiah? Isaiah is a a thick book and it's got some crazy stuff in it. But anyway, this guy gets saved reading the scroll of Isaiah. And he literally just turns to Philip and goes, well, here's some water. What's to stop me getting baptized? And Philip basically responds by getting out of the chariot and wading in. Like, just do it. Um, Because it's an amazing thing. It's not just showing the world that we believe in Jesus. It's not just showing the world we love Jesus. It's actually being connected to him. Just like when we take communion and we eat that bread and we drink that cup. Yes, it's just, in some ways, it's symbols in some, I mean, it's not actually Jesus' blood. It's not actually his body. In another way, it's totally his blood, and it's totally his body. That as we drink it, we really are taking part in Jesus, taking part in his death, his burial, his resurrection. In the same way, when we get baptized, and as these guys get baptized later on this afternoon, they're actually taking part in the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus. And so for us this evening, it could be you've already been baptized. In which case, who are you planning to baptize next? (laughs) Who who needs to hear that wonderful news, repent, because the kingdom of God is at hand? Who needs to hear that? Who, Who in your life needs to hear that wonderful, wonderful news? Maybe you're here this evening and you've not been baptized. And there could be a couple of reasons for that. Maybe because... You never knew it was that important. Maybe because you don't yet know Jesus or you haven't yet given your life to him. And I'd love to present an opportunity right now for you to do that. Um, Because as I've spoken about Jesus and about being put into his death and his burial and his resurrection, Jesus is the thing. He's the most important thing. And so to briefly summarize that, that story of what happened at Easter, the the idea of Jesus and what he did for us. 
This is what it is. This is what it truly is. That on our own, we cannot please God. On our own, there is no way we could ever be good enough, polite enough, kind enough, charitable enough. We can't keep our nose out of other people's business enough to please God. Every one of us has broken his rule in some way. And if you break it in the smallest way, you've broken it all. And so there is no way we can be right with God except for this, that God knew that. And so he sent his son Jesus. The Bible says that if you've broken his rule, even in the smallest way, you deserve to die. And yet God wanted us to live. And so he sent Jesus to die for us. That's why when we come into baptism, we're being baptized into his death his burial, and his resurrection because it's his death that counts for us. We don't die for our sin. Jesus already did. And when we come to Jesus and we receive what he did for us, in the book of John it says he gives us the right to become children of God. So I'd love to give an opportunity now. Perhaps you're here, you're saying, I've never done that. I've never become a child of God by accepting Jesus and what he's done for me. I'd love us just to close our eyes if we could. Father, I thank you for this good news that although none of us is good enough, you came and died in our place. Father, I pray now if there's any here who need to receive that, the Lord, you'd be touching their hearts even now. And that, Father, they would choose now to receive you and receive this gift of your life, that resurrection life. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, while everyone has their eyes closed, if you'd like to respond to Jesus and say, yes, I want to receive Jesus to die in my place. And, and that's something you want to do this evening. Just while everyone's got their eyes closed, I'd love you just to show your hand so I can see where you're at and we can pray together. Is there anyone who says, that's me? Awesome. Is there anyone else who's saying, I'd like to give my life to Jesus in that way? Okay. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray this prayer, and you can pray with me. And if there's someone else here and you're saying, I want to pray that and ask Jesus to be my Lord, thank you, then um, we'll pray this together. And um, I'm just going to say some words, then you can pray it out loud after me. Let's, um, yeah, let's all pray. Um, all pray to encourage those who have put their hands up.
Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you he died in my place. Right now, I repent of my sin. I give it to you and I leave it with you. Accept me, Lord, as your child. Thank you, you forgive me and make me new. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. For those two of you, yeah. For those who put their hands up, I think guys saw who you were, so they're going to come and chat to you. And uh, that'd be awesome just to follow up on that. I'm going to hand back to Carl. He's going to find out if anyone needs to borrow his t shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Adam. That was amazing. Sure. So good to have you back, man. <laughs> All right. So we want to. I want to ask if 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 they're brave enough. Julia, Adea, Josh, Matthew, and Zach. Won't you guys come stand up for you? If uh, their parents want to come, maybe parents come stand with them. These are the young guys that have indicated and said. That they want to come, let's give them a hand. Come, guys, these are brave young guys. Come sit, sit here with your, with your moms and dads. And you know, the amazing thing is, is these guys and these young kids have actually, by themselves, through the ministry of the children's church and um, through the word that they've received and God working in their life, I've, I've sat with every one of them and they understand the gospel. They understand what it means to be saved. They've given their lives and their hearts to Jesus. And they fully understand that. And out of their own, they've either approached children's workers or their parents, and they've independently said, Mom and Dad, I want to get baptized. I want to get baptized. I've heard about it. I've been taught about it. And now's the time. And you heard even from Adam this evening that he got baptized at a very young, young age. And so we want to Stay in obedience with what the Lord is doing in their lives. And we don't want to wait. Why wait? It says repent and be baptized. So we want to celebrate with these, these young ones this afternoon. And um, Carl, <laughs> are, you, are you wearing one of the shorts, Carl? Have you been baptized yet? You haven't. There's one. Okay, I'm looking for two more. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Two more. And so... No, you're not going to dunk him, uh, 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 Wes. <laughs> so what we're going to do is I'm going to maybe give one or two of them a little a chance to speak quickly. And then what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to go outside to the, the green grass area. And we're going to try and sort of, I know there's a lot of us, but let's try and get in there, stand around, go up the staircase. And then we're going to stand and we're going to celebrate with them as they go through the waters of baptism. And then we're going to pray for them for the Holy Spirit to fall afresh on them. And I really want right now that even as you're sitting here, if you're feeling the Holy Spirit stirring up a word, a word of prophecy, encouragement, whatever it is, will you ask right now, God, give me something for one of these children. Give me something um, for them as they come out of the, the waters of baptism. Adea, won't you tell us why you've chosen today to be baptized and what Jesus has done for you in your life. You want to tell us? Um, he's been good to me and he's helped me with lots of things that I need help with. And he told me that I need to get baptized because it, 
it's the time to get baptized. Amazing. Isn't she brave? That is amazing. Okay, who am I going to pick on next? Zach. Hey, why are you getting baptized this afternoon? Because I felt like I wanted to get baptized. Okay, and you believe that now is the right time? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Josh, why are you getting baptized this afternoon? Because I wanted to bring... I can't remember. (laughs) I would just say the same reason as Zach. It's good that you guys agree on this thing. Very, very important. (laughs) Okay, Matthew, yes, you tell us. Why are you getting baptized today? Um... I want to be obedient to God. And he told me through my heart that I must get baptized. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Is Julia around? Hey. So um, so Julia is our, our third. And she obviously, she's seen her other siblings being baptized before. And um, we've been poured Owen about three weeks ago. It was a beautiful evening. And we were just sitting around a fire pit listening to music. Started off with 80s and then it turned into worship music. And then she randomly just came to us and said, Mommy, Mommy, I want to do that water thing. And I'm like, what? You want to get baptized? I said, yes, that thing. So it was a complete Holy Spirit moment. I think she just heard the Lord speak to her during the evening during worship, she, she has to get baptized. She said, yes, she wants to do that. So, yeah, that's her. <laughs> Come on, let's give them a round of applause. Wow. All right. Okay, so I've got some towels, some shorts for those other two guys that need to come, and some T-shirts. So if that's you, if you felt that the Lord has been prompting you, you've been saved a while, or maybe just been saved even a few minutes, that this is something you were to do, there's, there's a change of clothes, and we would happily baptize you this afternoon. But for now, we're going to move to that side over there, and, uh, but I will just want to pray for us before we leave, and then we're going to celebrate and watch these guys go through. Father, we just, I want to thank you for every single young life represented here this afternoon. Lord, I thank you, God, that Lord, even when, when you were with your disciples and the children were coming and people were pushing them away, you said, do not hinder the little ones coming to me. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, that we play a, a part in watching and celebrating these young lives going through the waters of baptism. I pray, God, this afternoon that these young children will never forget this day. And from here on out, they will never be the same. And we pray for your anointing to come upon them even as they do this in Jesus' name. And everyone said... Amen. Okay, so let's make our way out to that side. And then we're going to have a bring and share. There's a lot of stuff on the tables. Please don't eat it just yet. And also just a request, don't eat on the lounge suites. Rather just keep it outside. That'd be great. We love you guys. And thanks for this evening. Let's join the guys outside.